What's going on, everybody? And welcome to the Sweat Local podcast brought to you by Movement Strength. My name is Isaac, and today I'm actually joined by one of our members, Yos. Yos, thanks for hopping on. Thank you very much. And uh, so this is going to be a little bit different than some of the other podcasts that we've been recording over the past month. And uh, the reason for it is, you know, we really want to use this as a platform to highlight some of the success of like the hard work and dedication that a lot of our members have, you know, put into their own transformation, whether it be through gaining weight and building muscle or losing fat and toning up. So there's a, a series of questions that I'm going to go through with with Yos because his journey is insane. Uh, but Yos, if you could just really quickly let people know what your journey is in just a few sentences, uh, what, what would you say? Sure. So um, I'm Yos Tarshish. Um, a year ago, I was 250 pounds, give or take. Um, and in the last year, I've lost a bit over 50 pounds um, through nutrition, dieting, and working out here at Movement Strength. That's so good. So what is your what is your weight right now then? Um, as of this morning, it was like 88 kilos, which yeah. is like 190-something pounds, 196 pounds. And you could speak in kilos. It's fine. Yeah, if people yeah. want to do the calculation <laughs> and, and figure it out, yeah. that's that's I mean, on them. My natural space is stone and pounds because I'm British yeah. originally. So, so, how many, you know. so how many stone do you weigh then? A bit, it's about 14 stone. So what is that? Like, how do you... Whenever people speak in stone that yeah. I don't understand, like, yeah. what is... Like, how does that... Did, is like how do you guys I think always about talk? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was just like how I grew up, like referring to weight, like yeah. feet and inches in height and stone and pounds in um, in weight. It's funny, but I just feel like it gives you like it's easier to understand benchmarks for me of how much somebody is and like what that looks like. Sure. Like I can visual even today. Like I know how much I weigh in pounds, but I can't really think about that in relation to other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't think about what they weigh in pounds. I yes. can only think about them in like, oh, they're probably 13 stone yep. five, right? Like I can think like that, but I don't. I can think about my own weight in pounds and kilos. So would you think of other people's weight in uh, stones even over kilograms? Like you wouldn't think kilos. You'd be like, oh, yeah, Isaac probably weighs 10, 5 stone. I, I, was, I was like 24 when I first started using kilos yeah. because my now wife is south african and that's what yeah. they use um and i'd say i'd talk about my weight in stone and pounds and she's like i don't understand that <laughs> so i had to learn how to talk in kilos yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay that, it makes sense though because i even think with weightlifting mm. um the majority of weightlifters will use kilograms mm. so when i was doing standard bodybuilding stuff crossfit yeah. stuff we use pounds and i went to this world of weightlifting i'm like what but like 40 kilos or 89 <laughs> kilos what does this all mean yeah but now i can't almost get myself out of that mentality mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it, it makes sense yeah anyways there's probably going to be a lot of <laughs> off-topic sure. conversations okay. but <laughs> i think that's what people like um so one of the uh one of the first questions i actually have for you is i know just from our conversations in the past especially when you first joined movement strength about well, just over a year ago mm -hmm. uh that you tried some things in the past whether it was different diets or different workouts, um, what was like the final straw when you're like, okay, no, things have to change. I need to make a change to my body that's going to stick long term. 
you know, I, you say like I've done, I tried lots of different things. I mean, the most recent thing that I tried before this was I'd done quite a rigid regimen of um, liquid dieting using shakes. Yeah. Um, the for the last six months before my wedding and i'd lost a little bit of weight i mean in the grand scheme of what i've lost now it pales in comparison <laughs> yeah but i felt quite good about myself okay. um and then three weeks after our wedding we moved to canada we were living in jerusalem in israel at the time and um it was like we moved here and all of that went out the window we first didn't know anybody here and and so we weren't socializing that much it was a lot sure. of just Lior and i um and we gained a lot of weight i mean we i gained back like everything that i'd yeah. lost um pretty much um over the first like five six months we were here and then when when it got to december I, and we had like the christmas break from work and we had a little bit of space we were like we really tried to think very intentionally about our health we've been trying to do stuff but failing abysmally yeah. um and we we watched a documentary actually called the magic pill on netflix about keto and um we thought that sounded really interesting bit too extreme for us um but we liked the idea of clean eating yep. and so we started by clean eating um and going for like whole foods um and that was about a month and in that month we saw some some weight loss and we thought this is great and we decided to turn it into keto mm -hmm. and at the same time we found here yeah and and it all just it was quite serendipitous it like just all kind of fell into place um and it just seemed like the right time I yeah think is all i can say no that's great that's great and uh i know you're talking about your wife leora mm -hmm. it's also important to mention she's uh, another member here at movement strength and she's also seen a really crazy transformation over yeah. the past year so um you'll probably hear us drop her name a few times maybe mm -hmm. leora i'm sure you're going to be listening to this you can be next to to be had on the <laughs> podcast um but yes i remember you came in and uh, was it just you or was it you and Leora that met with Luke? We came and met together. Okay, I think. So, so you came yeah. together, you chatted with Luke. And I remember it wasn't like just a decision that, boom, okay, we're doing this right away. It was something you had to think about. Yeah. It's, a, it's a big financial investment that yeah. you're making in yourself. Um, so what was like, what was the, the selling feature to you where you're like, do you know what? We owe it to ourselves to do this. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> we we had lots of grand plans about about getting fit when we got to canada we we were really excited about the opportunity we were like oh, it's gonna give us some space we're not gonna be because jerusalem is a very hyper social space you end up seeing you're you're out a lot you're busy a lot yeah. you're with a lot of other people you end up drinking a lot eating a lot and so we were excited for the space to not be doing that um and then we 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 just couldn't sort of do it like we we joined good life the moment we yeah. arrived here yeah um and i went four times in the year that i yeah. was locked into a membership <laughs> it was such a waste yeah um and so i liked the i, I liked the idea of, of spending so much money that i'd be so embarrassed not to use it <laughs> i thought i was kind of just gonna yeah. trick myself and to be honest like i almost said i i you know i openly said to leora at the time i was like We'll do it for six weeks. We'll yeah. get the results and then I we'll know. go somewhere yeah. cheaper. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> about three weeks in, I sort of went, we're staying, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> she was like, yeah. yeah. Um, just because we'd like already started to see crazy results just yeah. like in the first two weeks, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it was like the combination of every. It was just felt like a full package. It sure. felt like we were going to have somebody... Um, 
to people people who are going to re- really be our supporters here. Yeah. Um, and they weren't going to allow us to slack off. Yeah. I think that was you guys weren't going to allow us to slack off. And we needed that. Yeah. Yeah. Like we're we're not a huge fan of excuses. <laughs> yeah. 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 I needed the discipline. Yeah. I needed that. Yeah. And uh, I it's it's so interesting because I remember thinking back on this right like talking to Luke afterwards because him and I will touch base every single day on new members that are going to be coming in or conversations that he've had with potential um, new clients. And he's like, yeah, I met these two. Like they're going to be such a good fit. Um, the, the male Yos was pretty, pretty adamant though, that like, they're just going to do the six weeks. And I'm like, no, nah, man, I think as soon as they experience this, they're going to stay for long. And then I remember your midpoint with Luke, Luke comes back and he's like, yep, they're staying on long term. I'm like, that's awesome. They're going to be such a good fit. Um, but are you happy that you made the investment? Oh Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was kind of a close end question. I knew I what was, you were gonna yeah, say. Yeah, <laughs> like I was trying to sit and think about like all the benefits um, that have come from this, and I just, I mean, there's just so many. It's yeah. unbelievable. And I mean, you know, our coaches are great. The facility works really well for what people are trying to do. Um, but at the end of the day. We have a, a, you know, a lot of clients. We've had a lot of clients that have not succeeded and hit their goals. We've had a lot of clients that stay then leave. The reason you guys are succeeding, it doesn't matter how good we are. It's mm. how disciplined you guys are on your mm. own. Like you, you two have been extremely consistent this past year. And like even on yourselves, when you guys traveled throughout this year as well, like it wasn't like an easy year where you were just here for one, you know, 365 days. You guys were in Thailand for three weeks. You went back five weeks five plus. weeks plus three <laughs> weeks in vietnam i was thinking like you know we've actually been out of the country i've been out of the country for more than four months this yeah. year within the year that i've lost that weight so so uh, cool yeah it's 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 not it's not like i've also been coming like every single week like no. i went on vacation traveling for eight weeks in june july yeah and i wasn't working out every day yeah <laughs> it's so cool it's so so cool um so how was you know, looking back now, I know like you're you're in this this new life, this new mm-hmm. person. Uh, but a year ago, how was it? I guess before you lost the fifty pounds. It's really difficult to think back to. It's almost like hard to remember, sure. and I don't know whether that's because I've repressed it um, or anything <laughs> else. But you know, um, I was just I was out of breath all the time. Um, yeah, and and the the most bizarre thing is is like I look at these pictures and I'm able to find these side by side pictures and create these side by side pictures of how I look now and versus how I look then. And what's crazy is I look at pictures then and I think I think now how could I have looked like that? But at the time, I probably thought I looked quite good. Yeah, I was quite. I you know I I I felt like I I really really f- had the feeling of being trapped yeah. in that body. I felt like I'd had it for a very long time. I tried everything i'd lose 10 pounds and then gain 15 and nothing worked and i thought i was never going to get out of it um and so i made the i felt like i'm i did the best with what i had gotcha right um as i started to get bigger over the because i was i was always big in high school i lost a lot of weight right after leaving high school i then gained it back throughout my three years at college um and then at that point, it's like it hasn't really gone back down again. Mm-hmm. I lost a little bit of weight the year after I of college, but really it's just been a steady increase in the last like five, six years. Um, and 
about as I started to get bigger, one of the things that I made an intention to do was actually spend more money on my clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I felt I had better quality clothes that fit better with my, with my size. So I felt like I was able to carry my weight better than gotcha. what I was able to yeah, do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so thinking back to how I, how I felt back then is, is quite complicated to think about. Sure. You know, I, I was still fairly active. Yep. I certainly didn't work out, but I walked. Yep. A lot, and I, um, and I wasn't scared per se of exercise. Yeah, right. I remember the, the kind of the year before, about even like a year and a half ago. I was I I lived in the Middle East. One of the things to do there is hiking, and mm-hmm. I did a lot of hiking. I did overnight hikes where I hiked mm-hmm. thirty miles, and that I was big. Yep. I, like it wasn't like I was fit and healthy, and, and then I gained the weight. No, I was I was a big guy. But I still would have put myself through that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you find that? Do you think now, looking back on it, that people treated you a little bit differently than they treat you now? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think because it, it, it's different people. Obviously, there's how your family treat you, how your friends treat you, how just people you meet treat you, mm-hmm. right? Um, I felt immediately judged yeah. when I'd go into spaces. Um, um yeah it's fine i i some people might be thinking this is british guy on the phone sitting in canada like what the hell is he doing here right (laughs) like it doesn't make any sense and he's been talking about israel like what what is this um yeah i i so i work at um the um an organization called hillel which is a jewish student center uh working with western students um and so i have all of these amazing and if any of them are listening which i assume some will be uh, amazing students um at western um but western students like i think this is something that people will relate to like, <laughs> western students are a particular breed yeah right they are like like they care about their their marks they care about how they look and they care about how they feel and they are work hard and play hard but they really care about their health and i was shocked like that my students will my students are so disciplined about their gym regimens and what they eat and mm-hmm. like and i just remember being in a room with them last year and thinking god all these like 18 19 20 year olds like i didn't look like that when yeah. i was 18 19 20 yeah. like how are they managing it this like i feel i f- i feel like they don't respect me because yeah. i and and that i hate it sure sure um, so confidence I, played a big a big role yeah. into it yeah, I think I think just I think it's really sad. I think I, I I think this is the thing. There are a lot of people who are very overweight who have big personalities to match that. Sure. Right? And and they they take it in their stride. I feel like th- the people that do that were always a, a bit bigger than I ever was. Mm-hmm. So I could never pull off the kind of Gotcha. Jolly fat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah, that yeah. wasn't me. I was yep. just that like awkward bit between like I definitely wasn't healthy or fit. Yeah. I was definitely overweight, but like uh, not so overweight that it was something that people like really spoke about. Sure. Yeah. Just like overweight enough that I never really felt comfortable in clothes, yeah. and um, I wasn't getting asked out on many dates. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. I mean, look, I've been with my, my five years now, so it's been thinking back a long time, but like, it's really, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah, I always felt that. I mean, the the first like week that I met you, like you've always been an extremely stylish guy. So <laughs> I thought one way you were going to take it, you touched upon it, was like now that 
you're 50 pounds lighter. Yeah. I'm sure clothes are probably fitting you a lot better and you don't need to pay as much money for it. Like you can go into a Zara and an H&M and be like, all right, this is going to be easy to find some stuff that fits me. I freaking love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. There's a particular way of dressing. Like I'm, I, re- I have like quite a European dress style. I, I would love it say. though. Right now yeah, you're wearing this this flower <laughs> shirt that I absolutely am in love with. So it's great, dude. I take all my style tips from you. We need to go shopping together. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I used to have to because at the size that I was to get the clothes that I liked. I couldn't find them anywhere other than England. Sure. I mean, I yeah. still buy my shoes and yeah. order them. I, but I, I get them, I get my parents to order them so that when I go back to the UK, which is not very often, we went back in September for the first time in almost two years, but when I go back, I pick up shoes or when they <laughs> when they would come to visit me in Israel, I would get, they yeah. would bring me shoes, but I can't buy shoes anywhere else. Yeah. But, um... Why, why is that? Now I'm interested. I just, I really like the quality of... Like, I'm talking specifically like... like is there a brand? Dress shoes. Oh. Like dress shoes specifically. Okay. It's okay. not even brand. It's high street brands in the UK. Mm. Just high... I feel like the quality of like our main River Island and Next and Top Man, that just the, 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 the style is of the different. shoe is just like more stylized and i just i just like that. sure sure um yeah ironically now i live somewhere where it snows half the year so it's never the right yeah. weather for dress shoes <laughs> it's either snowing or like plus 50 yeah you got it there's no in between <laughs> absolutely okay that's um, awesome that's awesome yeah so, so how do you, this is just like a natural transition like how do you feel now now you're 50 pounds oh, lighter man. you can go to h&m and zara Go to probably buy smalls if you want. Yeah, Zara. yeah, mediums definitely. <laughs> but mediums is what I'm buying. Yeah. Still some larges. That's a gap extra small, so you're good. This <laughs> is definitely not an extra small. <laughs> but um, yeah, I I love it. I mean, I I, I really like fashion, and so awesome. it's um, it's just so gratifying to be able to walk into a store and buy like jeans in just like the normal yeah. section, yeah. and um, not have to think, oh god, this this isn't gonna fit. Um, and if it doesn't fit, like, because as we know, like fashion isn't designed for big people, right? Like when you buy like a a double XL shirt, there's like, I've always kind of had quite thin arms. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, and so what I would have, but like a big belly. And so when I'd buy a double XL shirt, it would fit all right on the belly on the chest but the the arms would be like like something out of the 17th century right this kind of yeah yeah, big puffy sleeves and i i just yeah so like being able to just go in and buy stuff that you know is just going to kind of fit your body type is just so nice great that's great what about feelings um just like in your ability to walk up a flight of stairs and not get tired or just everyday life do you notice a difference as well yeah yeah um, is there one thing where you're like, I never realized this was going to be so different, but it is? And if not, it's, no, a, it's okay. No, no I, don't, I, don't, I don't know whether there is. Um, I also feel, I also still feel very strongly like I'm not there yet. Like mm-hmm. I've had this amazing result, but like I, I've still got a little bit to lose before I'm going to be really happy. And I recognize that. And perhaps... I don't think that losing weight brings happiness, but no, um, no. Uh, perhaps once I've found the fulfillment of realizing that I've hit that goal, um, I, I intend to relax a bit. I'm yeah. not, I'm not, 
planning on just moving straight on to the next the next goal which will be to tone up and that's what i want to do next but i'm not planning on just going boom boom like i've lost the weight yeah. and now it's straight onto that like i have to do this in a more like as we were talking about yesterday in like more sustainable way yeah yeah, yeah. and i think that's you might even notice this change happen a little bit sooner which is um most people will join because of a like a weight loss goal that they have mm-hmm. in mind and then very soon after it's more of like a performance-based goal in a sense and mm-hmm. i don't mean to you know go to the olympics or something like that but like i really want to be able to deadlift 200 pounds or i really want to squat my body weight or whatever whatever and that starts to drive your your drive i guess to come to the gym rather yeah. than the five pounds that the scale is going to read yeah because although you've lost is it 50 pounds yeah it's about that okay so although you you've lost 50 pounds or five stone whatever that mm-hmm. equals out to be <laughs> four. Uh, four. Oh, i was close four and a bit okay yeah. okay uh although you've lost that much it looks like you've lost a lot more yeah like the weight on the scale is one thing but like your face your stomach your yeah. arms there's definition definition in places now like it looks like a bigger transformation than 50 pounds yeah yeah L- leora said yesterday i i posted the i took these pictures yesterday because um last week was was a year since i joined movement strength so i decided to take some year some side by sides with the original pictures from before my six week challenge and i sent them to my family group and leora said your head is a different shape yeah and i think that was like and it's true like if you (laughs) my head is a different shape in these pictures (laughs) which is kind of that's something you know you're never prepared for do you find Um, that leora looks at you different now um yeah like for sure sure? um like she said last last night like just that i was a different person like i look (laughs) yeah i moved differently um like I walk different. It's just that you, you're when you're carrying around that much excess sure. weight, you like you walk differently. And and the truth is, is because like you're right, like because I've been working out at the same time. Like if I, if I just done the nutrition and and like you know, eighty percent of my weight loss will, is nutrition, right? It's twenty percent is the gym, yeah, and the, the sure. exercise piece. Um, if I just been doing the nutrition piece, like I would have lost weight, I'm sure. Would I have lost weight in as sustainable weight? Probably not. Would I have got off, like, would I have fallen off the wagon? Probably. Yeah. Um, but um, I, I, if I'd stuck to it, I would have lost the weight. But the way that my body shape has changed, that's been the gym. Right. And that's what's really, I was thinking that yesterday. So um, I was the one that did your, yeah, yeah. your after picture. And I think sometimes there's this, you know, this, this preconceived notion that if I'm going to lose a lot of weight, I'm going to have a lot of excess skin and things like that. You yeah. don't like, yeah. you're, 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 you're looking tight, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, 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 I think also like, I, I mean, like I definitely have some skin. Yeah. I, I it was, a, it was a fear of mine um, because um, from the weight gain over the years, I have some stretch marks on my stomach Um and I thought that they they would become very visible yeah, after, see, I didn't after, even notice I, um, after I lost the weight. And um, they haven't. Um, I think there's still time because I ha- still have some belly fat. And, and I think that will um, that will take a while to go down. Um, I also notice a little bit on my arms, just like, like if I'm tensing them, like I'm starting to see some muscle. But I feel like I've had to 
it's taken longer for that to come through because yeah. I did have quite a lot of skin problems yeah. on my arms. Yeah. My, my upper arms were quite big. That's going to start to happen pretty quickly as well. Yeah. Like I'll say in the next three to four months, you're probably going to start to notice a lot bigger difference with definition. Yeah. Um, so I know you touched upon like n- nutrition being mm-hmm. 80% and a hundred percent is, yeah, it's a hundred percent, 80%. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, what was your sort of nutrition regimen? And like for people listening, what would you, like, what do you think the keys to success are with any sort of nutrition plan that people are going to go on? I think that, um, so like, um, completely, completely upfront, like we, um, have, have been we started with a keto diet um a ketogenic lifestyle and um we've mostly stuck to keto or low carb um for the last year um but i really don't believe that there's one size fits all for diets like every single body is different and it's going to lose weight in different ways and for some people um, a mediterranean diet will work amazingly and for other people it's going to be five two and for other people it's going to be keto um or paleo or um, many other different types whole 30 whole 30 etc um like f- f- so keto for us like at the beginning it was really really strict i mean for those who don't know keto is a is a high fat and low carb diet um it works by um basically um by limiting the intake of carbs you force your body into a state called ketosis um where instead of breaking down carbs to fuel yourself um, and turning that into glucose uh, or taking glucose and glycogen yeah right um uh, you are uh, your body begins to break down um the fat um the fats that you consume and those that are already on your body into ketone bodies um which it can effectively turn into glycogen to for for um fuel um and because you're doing that your body then starts to break down the fat that's already on your body so you you lose weight quite quickly mm-hmm. shall we say um for lots of people that's not sustainable um and we i think very much knew that so we go through like cycles where we we, we eat a bit more normally we eat more more carbs into our diet um and then periods where we eat very very strictly so for us that looks like um we try to do less than um 25 grams of net carbs a day so that's uh, carbs uh, minus the fiber mm-hmm. and sugar alcohols um so that's our diet but then as well um like i'm i'm a religious intermittent faster yeah um i use an app called zero to track um, when i eat every single day and i try to eat um uh, i try to fast at least 13 hours a day which is like a, a what's called a circadian rhythm fast it means say if i stop eating at 7 p.m i don't start eating until 8 a.m the following day um and by eating in that eating window i just basically am I'm basically just letting my body digest what's in it before I put in the next sure. load of food. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing that I've been religious about. And it's important to note too, because I, I'll be very transparent yeah. when you guys started and you let us know that you're on keto. I'm pretty sure we probably, <laughs> you did not want us to be on keto. Yeah. And it's one of those things where the reason for it and, you know, shame on us, a lot of the clients that we have coming in doing keto, it's keto ish and they're not tracking anything and yeah. they haven't done the research and it's just like they're on this low or they're on this really high fat diet, but their carbs are still really high as well. And then it just it's, it's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Whereas for you and Leora, what I really appreciate and I trust in you guys is that you do a lot of research. It yeah. wasn't like you're just like, OK, we watch the magic pill. We're going keto tomorrow. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, let's do some research. Let's make sure we're doing this right. You had a bunch of different apps to track. And that's the same thing with intermittent fasting. So. Yeah. 
just for the listeners, it's not like he just decided to go keto tomorrow and just did a, did it off of what he read in one blog post. Like, Yost and Leora put a lot of time researching what they were going to be doing with their bodies. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it's like for us, Instagram has actually been a huge community mm-hmm. um, because there's lots of keto people on there. Um, so I follow probably um, three or 400 keto people. Um, I now have a separate um, Instagram account for my fitness and weight loss progressions. Um, and that's like almost exclusively keto people that I follow. Um, but I read a lot. I watch a lot of YouTube videos. I, I watch more documentaries. That's I watch great. documentaries about other diets, yeah. right? Like that was like- You're not what? one-sided. Yeah, no, no. no, no. Like, and <laughs> there's, a, there's a piece of like, when you're watching some of these things and you become a bit evangelist for keto, you're saying, you're lying or you're not, <laughs> they're <laughs> yeah, not yeah. saying the whole picture. Sure, yeah. um, but, um, but I do make sure that I, I watch those shows because, because they, they still teach you a huge amount about nutrition. Oh, for and sure. Th- this and this can this these and those can still both be true. Yes. Right. Like they, they you, there are multiple ways of weight losing weight. Well, you just you you said it yeah. when we first started talking about nutrition. Yeah. It's not a one size fits all. Yeah, absolutely. Like you and I talked about it yesterday. I don't give a crap about what nutrition plan people want to follow. The best nutrition plan is the one that you can follow consistently. Mm-hmm. If that's a high fat, if that's a high carb, if that's a vegan, if that's a carnivore, like whatever, as long as you can do it consistently and yeah. like consistent not being two months, consistent being years or for yeah. the rest of your life, right? So and, and it's there are so many factors involved that you need to take into account, right? Like Leora and I, it's just us living together. So like we and because we decided to do this together, we emptied our apartment. Yeah. Of, everything <laughs> that could possibly tempt us like yeah, no pasta no bread no 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 just like we every like sugary cooking sauce that like we love to cook with whether it's like stuff for cooking i i make a lot of asian food so kind of sweet chili sauces and things mm. that i used to cook with all the time that i the moment i looked at the carbs i was like oh yeah God, like yeah. 60 carbs grams of carbs per like per t- tablespoon or something yeah. stupid um so we just like got rid of all of that and now a year on some of that stuff is back in the house and sure we're not eating it all the time yeah yeah. because we're so much more like acutely aware of that and Um, there's added complexity with kosher as well yeah yeah we we keep kosher so um so that that's hard like i mean i mean this is like a thing like because we keep kosher um so we're jewish and kosher is our dietary laws um and because we keep kosher and there aren't any kosher supervised restaurants here in london we don't have the temptation of eating out yeah you can't yep. we can't just pick up the phone and make an order and order in a chinese takeout um or or, or ordering burgers or um like we can't do that yeah um which is in some ways has been a, a huge luxury sure because when we were living in israel <laughs> pizza was arriving like yeah. on, on you know uh, almost so every other day yeah. i would have been ordering a pizza because i could and it was kosher and and it was terrible yeah like it was <laughs> oh, it's it astounds me when I think back to like what my diet was like. Is that um, your so? What was your diet like before? Oh, it's actually atrocious. I mean, like I was, I was. <laughs> sorry, that must have sounded so British. No, I love it. Um, <laughs> with the uh, with the with the British accent as well, it just yeah. adds to it. I love it. It's um, great, man. <laughs> um, I so I was an always from like being a very small child was a very fussy eater. I it drove my parents 
mad mm -hmm. okay in fact me and both of my siblings i have a younger brother and a sister um and they're we were all bad and my mum will you know laments like <laughs> having to cook three different dinners for yeah. us because she was that parent who did that yeah um like many other parents would have just been i know my no. my, my mother-in-law would yeah. have been like you're gonna eat what's on your plate and <laughs> like that's that's the way it is yeah. <laughs> and leora is always astounded by what we got away with yeah. but yeah i didn't i really didn't eat um anything <laughs> um apart from like pasta uh with cheese um and no other toppings yeah um and and chicken nuggets and fish sticks and like that sort <laughs> of that sort of thing oh, like kids great. fast Sounds food awesome. until i was about 10 yeah and then i discovered meat and my dad had introduced me i had my first shawarma right which was like a huge revelation for me like a <laughs> middle eastern wrap um and um and and then suddenly i really i fell in love with meat and then through that, I was introduced to Asian food because that was like kind of cool meat. Yeah. Um, <laughs> meat cooked in cool yeah. ways in Chinese and Indian and those sorts of things. And then then when I was 18, I went on my gap year and I lived in Israel for a year studying. And I um, there was a canteen there. And I remember there were days when I would walk in, turn around and walk out. And I had a very small budget. I had like 200 and something pounds a month, which is like $500 yeah. a month, which was not a lot of money. Um, but I would get like a bagel and like I would eat just a bagel a yeah. day with some cream cheese. And like, that was like, <laughs> that was terrible. And I lost a lot of weight because I wasn't eating anything. Yeah. Um, but then since, and then I discovered I could cook myself. Yeah. And I, I would cook a lot of food, but I'd cook a lot of food with like just tons of sugary yeah. sauces and extra condiments that I like. I, like now, if I make a stir fry or a curry, I just make it. And if I'm flavoring it, I'm flavoring it with like spices and like maybe garlic, yeah. chili pastes, which have no carbs, or, like the very, very low carb or uh, like all natural ingredients. Yeah, uh, but you're not I, using we, like mayo. Tamari rather than yeah, soy yeah. sauce, right? Yep. Like gluten-free stuff. Like, and, and But then like if I was going to make a curry, I had to buy one of those like VH bottles with like, sure. which is just loaded with crap and preservatives because it has to be stores, um, store like shelf stable. Yep. Um, and so there was that. And then I just say, I mean like coming here, um, the thing that was suddenly kosher, it's that's a, the kosher piece is like a really real thing because growing up in England, it, when I moved to Israel, Israel's unique because almost everything is kosher. So you really can buy anything yeah. you want, but growing up in England, it's, there are always things that you can't get. Right. And, and even here, there are things that you can't get. So just, for your listeners, for instance, you cannot buy just like regular sliced bread that's yeah. kosher here in London. They just there are no breads that we can find here in London that are supervised. That's so like gluten free bread. Yeah, that's the only one. If you want bread, you have to bake it yourself or get get it from Toronto. Yeah. Okay. Uh, which is like a wild thing to that think is about. Crazy. Okay. Have you ever actually told any like bake like actual bakers here in London yeah. about that? Because I'm sure they would be all over that. Um, that's a pretty niche market it, it, it is a really niche market but there's also a very the reason is is because there's a very small jewish community here in london so oh, okay. there's, there's not necessarily a market for it gotcha um and it, i'm talking like store like big manufactured bread companies yeah like those ones aren't supervised in the uk it's cheese cheese is very difficult to find that's kosher yeah. you can only buy it at kosher kosher supermarkets here loads of cheese is kosher yeah so it's like the things that you eat so the thing that was kosher here which was never kosher back home when i lived in england were like cookies like oreos and things oh. like that so 
it was like maple cookies like all of these things and <laughs> it was just maple like cookies. yeah and it but those were those were like a huge like you have to try everything like that's the, when you, like, <laughs> yeah. I, honestly honestly yeah, it's like no, really for sure. like like i'm i'm it's a food addict like i'm a food addict yeah. like i i am someone that like i i love food and i love trying new things now I, which is so ironic coming from the fussy eater that i was that i yeah. love trying new stuff now yeah and so um, when when your diet is already as limited as ours is, when new things come along, yeah. the opportunity to try new things is so exciting. Yeah. Um, you know, like like and like my palate is limited. Yeah. Right. Like even on things like meat, the only easily accessible kosher meat here in London is chicken. Yeah. So I don't eat beef or lamb or yeah. all of these things that you get to have variety in your diet. I don't get that stuff. Yeah. I can tell you're passionate about. Yeah, I'm really, I really, I really, you've really come alive. Your hands are all over the place. I'm Jewish. I talk with my hands. <laughs> uh, okay, I love it. Um, so, when we think of of movement strength, uh-huh. what would you say to someone who is curious about working out here? Like, what would be? I don't necessarily think your advice, but maybe just your thoughts on the programming, the coaching, the overall experience. Pretty much just sell the gym. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought I would come here and I really didn't know what what things would be like. I had no idea. Yeah. I wasn't sure whether I was going to walk in and I was going to be like the bottom of the heap. Like sure. someone who really was like, like compared to everybody else, like I was like super unfit and I was going to be struggling to keep up. Or I was going to find that I would like every single person was like like me and yeah. it was going to be like great because we're all doing this together yeah and um i found that it was a real mix yeah uh, i was at my first my first class um i did a foundations class in the morning and it was it was it was like fine like i i, I like left and i was like i just i did really good there like yeah. i was like just like you know yeah. i wasn't even the bottom yeah right and then the next day i went to a regular crossfit class with kenzie and they were doing burpees and then jumping over the barbell and then doing another burpee of like 30 burpees yeah. and i like almost past that yeah. i really like felt like i was gonna die yeah um after the class and um uh, but i just kept coming and just kept finding that um everyone was just really supportive i remember the i, I it was when i was coaching yeah. um still and it was uh it was a it was a class in the back yeah and i know there was some spin uh, like some spinning on one of the spin bikes yeah there was maybe push-ups and I remember, like, you're like, I, I need to, like, I need to take a break. I need to just go on the spin yeah. bike. And, yeah, dude, do, do you. And then even it was, like, a week later, and it was a completely different yos. Yeah. Like, it was easy for you now. And then I look at you, and you were just, like, busting out one-mile sprints on the assault bike yesterday. Yeah. Like, you've come such a long way. Yeah. It's it's. I, or your burpees. Your burpees you were doing oh, yesterday. Oh, my burpees. Like, the burpees are nuts for yeah. me now. Like, Night and like, day. Because I, I was... I was also really cautious. Like I was, re- I was scared of, yeah. of real CrossFit. Like I did, I, I, I remember every time I see a student in one of my CrossFit classes and it's barbell work and they're saying like, "Oh, this is my like first or second week on the challenge," I'm blown away yeah. by those people because yeah. I um, didn't go to a after that one class with Kenzie, which didn't include barbell work. They just we just happened to have a bar on the ground that I think we had to jump over. Um, after that, 
um, I didn't touch a barbell here probably for two months or so yeah. because I only went to foundations classes yeah. because I was I was scared. I yeah. really didn't. I did. I didn't. I didn't feel like I could match up to the, the students in the CrossFit class. And, and now it, I can't. I, I really feel like going to CrossFit is like the best ones for. for yeah, me. yeah. And it's it's funny, right? Because like when we think of CrossFit, and we think of the the, the I'm having right. doing air quotes the CrossFit that we hear. Yeah. Our CrossFit is very different than standard CrossFit gyms. Mm-hmm. Like, there's yeah. a lot of other CrossFit gyms that would be using barbells every single day, yeah. where we don't do barbell work that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, all it is, all our programming is, and realistically, all all CrossFit is, is yeah. just a really good strength and conditioning yeah. program. Like a whole ton of different movements and equipment that you're going to be utilizing to to get you fit, right? Yeah. But like, it's it's so true. Even if we just changed the word CrossFit from our class to strength and conditioning, I bet you, you wouldn't be afraid of that class, but it's almost like what the word CrossFit has done. Yeah. Where like people see CrossFit on YouTube or on Google and they're like, Oh my gosh, that guy has nine abs. And like this girl has 12 abs and they're doing backflip burpees. Like I can't do that. That's insane. Yeah. But like you're doing it now. Yeah. With flying colors. Yeah. And it's easy. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's not easy, but it's, yeah, I'm doing it. I, I don't, I certainly don't, feel scared i'm just i'm just excited i mean and also like just like other things like you know every single class is different yeah i'm never bored yeah like i'm I'm always i always know i'm gonna come and do something really great and because i come regularly because i'm coming really three or four times a week most weeks um it you know occasionally there are classes which are which are slower they're more like conditioning and like and and if if I was only coming for once a week and that was the class I come to, I, I came to, I might leave and think, oh, I didn't get the type of workout that yeah. I wanted. But like the truth is, is that like one of the things you taught me very early on was like sweat does not equal like good. Yeah. Right. Like that just, but just because you left a class and you know, you, you're like drenched and yeah. you're exhausted. Like that's not necessarily a good thing. You can leave a class um, feeling great. Yeah. Right. And that could have been just as important to class for your development. Um, and the final piece was like the social piece. Mm-hmm. You know, like as I alluded to earlier, I work with students. Like I'm 28, and most of the day, like the people that I'm around are kind of 18 to 21, 22. Yeah. And um, and I love them. Yeah. I really, really do love my work. <laughs> but um, this is one of the only places that we come and we're able to have adult conversations with cool. just normal, uh, normal people our own age, yeah, which yeah. is so nice. And people are so friendly. Um, and um, because it's like it's a small gym right in the grand yeah. scheme of things yep. i mean you guys have grown even amazingly over the last year that i've been here but like you see the same people in a lot of classes and you yep. really get to you feel that camaraderie you yeah. feel like you you get to know people and you watch their progressions and they watch yours and people people are very everyone wants to congratulate one another it's it's so cool too because so yesterday yeah. um which was january 15th you did that post with your before mm-hmm. and after and I reposted it onto our story under the movement strength page. And um, I probably had 20 or 30 mm-hmm. of our members mm-hmm. comment on that post and just like be like, oh my gosh, I've never like really noticed Yos's transformation. That's so yeah. cool. Like people just now see you as Yos, like he looks like a fit dude, but they don't really realize the 50 pound heavier Yos that was here a year ago, right? Yeah. So, but like people are, are so excited to see changes in other yeah. individuals as well. And because you see them so often, sometimes it's not night and day, but like they want to get excited yeah. about your success. Yeah, it's funny because I lost um, about 18 pounds in my first six weeks here. Mm-hmm. The and I and and of the 
I should say like of the 50 pounds that I've lost, like I'd already lost say five to 10 pounds of it before I started a movement strength. Mm -hmm. Um, But because I lost that 18 pounds, I went from being how I was to nearly looking how I am quite quickly. Yeah, you did. Yep. Um, It was like almost like, it was probably eight to 10 weeks later that I started wearing the size trousers that I'm wearing now. Yeah. Um, Where I, because I always have quite, a, a smaller lower half so it was it was it was easier to do that but but it, it's been the upper body that's seen most of the progression since yeah and that's not as noticeable i think when you're just walking around the gym so maybe that's yeah. why people didn't yep. pick up on it but um but yeah it's it's really nice like it is really nice it's so affirming and um yeah it's awesome man you've done so good like every, I feel like I don't, especially for some reason, the past few months, I haven't got to see you that much. Yeah. And I don't know I've if it was last been week. really busy the last few months and I have not been coming as much as I, I was before <laughs> being fully honest. Like That's okay. But when I saw you, I'm like, man, yours looks different. It mm. looks really different right now. Like what's yeah. going on? It's your, it's like the face shape is crazy. Um, and then just like your, your upper the half. Bloat, is, the bloat on my face. Yeah. Um, and it's funny, like the moment I eat carbs. You notice it. It yeah. like blows back up again um but um yeah the face shit my face has just like narrowed um i i mean i've, I've also shaved all my hair off which is like that's a big difference too it's been a big difference yeah. and it actually that's a does, whole separate podcast it, it, topic it, 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 hope, it helps to um i think it it also thins my face down yeah like so like maybe that's also like something that that confuses people yeah, maybe yeah, like yeah. and it accentuates the weight loss which fine with <laughs> yeah i'm good with it i'm good with it but that um, yeah but it wasn't yeah. on purpose yeah. yeah that's good that's good um okay man that's that's pretty much all the questions i have sure. is there anything else that you want to touch upon or that you feel like you missed out or didn't do a didn't do justice representing or i think that's everything i mean like if i could just you know bash home like the, the piece about finding community is just the most important thing like we found that on instagram it's like awesome that that they've been our supporters and We've built almost like online friendships through it, and that's been amazing. Um, but having those cheerleaders and supporters is like going to be the most important thing yeah. for the success. It's so good of your weight loss, and you know, not being afraid to look outside your, you know, your circle of friends for that community. Mm. Like I know Yos and I think Leora as well have separate Instagram accounts yeah. that do talk about their weight loss journey. And what's cool about that is that almost actually acts as an accountability counterpart in itself. We were like, darn, I do have some followers that like, I should probably post every once in a while. Yeah. Or like what, you know, I'm, I'm like a phony. So yeah, it, it's a cool way to hold yourself accountable. Even mm-hmm. if it's just like doing a standard Facebook or Instagram post being like, okay, guys, I'm here. This is my goal to get here in six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, half a month, whatever, um, to help hold you accountable. That's what yeah. it's all about. And it's funny. I, I start, I only started doing the Instagramming stuff about my own fitness when I'd already lost quite a lot of weight Yeah. because I was so embarrassed of where I was and I didn't want pe- people to see what I was like. And yeah. I, I, I thought, you know, I, because I'd started and given up so many times, I was just convinced that I'd probably do it again. Yeah. So I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Well, man, you're, you honestly are like an inspiration to a ton of our members and to like myself as well, just seeing like the power of fitness and nutrition and consistency. So Mm -hmm. um, thank you for being a part of our community. Thank you very much for having me. And maybe this is part one of, of some different (laughs) parts that we can do with you. I I love, uh, I loved having you on here. You've been a blast. Awesome. Cool, dude. Thank you so much. Everybody have the best day ever and we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now.